Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us for today's session on AWS License Manager Deep Dive. I am Murtaza Chaudhary. I'm a product manager in Amazon EC2. And I have with me Anu Anand, who is a software development manager in Amazon EC2. Today, we are going to talk about the capabilities of AWS License Manager. We'll do a deep dive with few demonstrations. And hopefully by end of this session, you will learn how to use this service. This session should take around uh, 45 minutes and we'll hang around for the remaining 15 minutes to answer any questions that you might have. All right, let me see a show of hands how many people have had challenges managing licenses. All right, we have uh, uh, heard that uh, managing licenses has been a long-standing problem. Managing software licenses, especially when there is an audit or true-up coming up, figuring out how many instances are using how many licenses, it, it becomes difficult to keep track of that. Enterprises have to spend significant time and effort in doing this exercise, in keeping track of how many licenses are used, reporting out usage, and managing vendor audits and true-ups. Customers use a, a variety of software licenses. They use operating system licenses such as Windows Server, Red Hat, SUSE. They use database licenses, such as SQL Server, Oracle Database, IBM DB2. They use application licenses, such as SAP ERP, Microsoft Dynamics, SharePoint Server, and other third-party licenses. The challenges in license management involve staying compliant, controlling overages, and managing vendor audits. Unable to control usage or report out usage correctly puts customers at the risk of incurring heavy penalties from audits especially with the agility of cloud, where it's very easy to spin up instances and spin down instances. It becomes difficult to keep track of licenses. And enterprises end up spending significant time and effort in doing this. We want to make it easier. Enterprises would rather focus on innovation for their customers than spend the significant time and effort in managing licenses. So here is our new service, AWS License Manager. This is a one-stop solution for managing licenses from a variety of software vendors, such as Microsoft, Oracle, IBM, SAP, and others. With AWS License Manager, you can easily bring your existing licenses to AWS, remain compliant based on your license terms, and benefit from the existing investments in enterprise agreements. AWS License Manager helps you manage licenses across your hybrid environment, across AWS and on-premises. 
With License Manager, you get the flexibility in bringing in your customized terms in your enterprise agreements. And you can manage licenses based on your organizational processes and structure. AWS License Manager has built-in integration with various services within, within AWS to give you a seamless license management experience. We will talk about the built-in integrations later in the presentation. Talking about license management, in our customer discussions, we have observed that typically there are two personas involved at a very high level. Those personas can be called administrators and users. Now, based on your organization, these administrators may be called asset managers, procurement managers, uh, IT, IT managers. So to understand what this persona does, it is that this is the set of people or group who are responsible for managing licenses. Also responsible for reporting out usage when there is a true up or audit coming up. And uh, also ensuring that there is a compliant usage of licenses within the organization. And then there is the other set of persona that is the users. The users are the, are the ones who use these licenses, consume these licenses in servers. The service we are talking about today, AWS License Manager, is for the first persona, that is the administrators. With this service, administrators can now easily manage licenses and, and uh, bring their license terms in and stay compliant based on the terms in enterprise agreement. While users in your organizations, they can continue with business as usual. With AWS License Manager, users need not do any additional work. And the usage of licenses would happen based on terms that, serve, that the service would manage. And administrators can be confident that the usage by the users is based on the terms. Let's now talk about the benefits of AWS License Manager. The first one is, it is uh, customizable. In AWS License Manager, you as an administrator can create customized rules based on your enterprise agreement. These rules can be how the license should be measured by, how the license should be counted, what constraints are there, etc. This service supports multiple vendors. The management of licenses is done based on rules, which you specify while getting started on this service. And this service is not tied to any particular software vendor or software product, which gives you the flexibility to manage a variety of licenses from software vendors such as Microsoft, Oracle, IBM, SAP, and others. And, and, and not, only, not only those um, enterprise software, you can even manage your marketplace products. If you are doing BYOL or bring your own license with marketplace, you can use AWS License Manager to manage the usage of those licenses. As administrators, once you have set up the rules, you can enforce the licensing rules. We talked about the two personas earlier, administrators and users. Once you have set up the rules 
as administrators. Users continue business as usual, and you can be confident that the usage is based on the terms that you have specified in the service. The next is, how do you control? So this service is secure by default and gives you control of the actions and data. It is integrated with IAM, and you can control who within the administrator group can perform which actions of managing licenses. And uh, talking about the data that this service uh, creates, there is uh, data for tracking licenses, and there is uh, data for discovery, which we'll talk about later. But uh, the service gives you control of the data. This service helps you manage licenses across hybrid environments and across multiple accounts. You can manage licenses that are used on AWS as well as on-premises, and you can do it through one account. If you have multiple accounts, you can configure. We'll talk about, uh, talk about that when we get to the demonstration. You can configure multiple accounts, and you can do centralized management across your AWS accounts from one master account. Using the licenses and uh, reporting the usage correctly helps you save significant time and effort that you, that you might be spending in managing licensing licenses today. And uh, because you're able to report out correctly, you pay for the licenses that you are actually using. And this service gives you built-in dashboard which helps you get that information very quickly, and it's ready for you always. AWS License Manager is available today. It's available in the management console under management and governance. That's the entry, entry point of the service. Besides the management con console, you can also use APIs, and you can use the AWS CLI to take advantage of the various capabilities of this service. Let's now talk about getting started. Getting started with AWS License Manager is easy. First step is to define your licensing rules. You would define licensing rules based on the terms in your enterprise agreement. Step two is enforcing your rules. AWS License Manager provides you multiple options through which you can enforce those rules. And you can choose based on your preference. And once you have enforced your licensing rules, the service keeps track of usage automatically. You can keep track of how many licenses are used and where they are used. We are going to dive deep on each of these and talk through the steps in detail. This works uh, in a hybrid environment. You can manage licenses on AWS as well as on-premises. We'll, we'll talk about that in a, in, the, in a bit. Let's talk about the first step, that is defining licensing rules. Step one is define rules in AWS License Manager based on enterprise agreement. Here is an example you can take your enterprise agreement or product terms from a software vendor 
and you can create rules in AWS License Manager in the form of a configuration. The service uh, calls it uh, license configuration that you create once and you set them up, enforce them, and the licenses are managed by the service based on the terms or rules that you specify here. Talking more about rules, you can specify in those rules how the licenses are measured. Whether they are measured by virtual CPUs, physical cores, or physical sockets. We talked about the service being able to manage uh, licenses from a variety of software vendors. So any licenses, any license that is based on vCPU cores or sockets can be managed using AWS License Manager. You can also specify usage limits. You can tell AWS License Manager the number of licenses that you are bringing in. And you can define them as soft or hard limits. So this service gives you flexibility where you can, you have the knobs and buttons of how you configure the rules. If you set these uh, limits as soft limits, then you can go over the limit that you specify here, but you get notified through Amazon simple notification service. And you can, in the settings of AWS License Manager, you can specify your SNS topic and you can get notified through email, uh, through text message, or a variety of mechanisms that notification service supports. If you specify those limits as hard limit, then AWS License Manager honors that setting and would physically stop an instance from coming up if it is going above a limit. And you would do this for, uh, for any software where you need to control overages. And soft limits you would typically use when, where, when you have a true up process, where you are allowed to go over a certain number and do true up for the remaining. AWS License Manager also helps you bring in the constraints, any other constraints that you might have in your enterprise agreement any licensing restrictions, such as value, minimum or maximum values of, of vCPUs, physical cores, or sockets. And if there are other restrictions, such as, such as this license can only run on a certain tenancy type based on mobility restrictions, you can, you can specify those while defining the rules. Now we have completed step one. You have defined your licensing rules. Step two is to enforce those rules. Based on your organizational structure, you might be using different launch mechanisms. And this service provides you the flexibility to pick an option based on your preference. You can enforce licensing rules by attaching them to your image. An AMI or Amazon machine image, if you have a golden image or a standardized image, you can attach licensing rules to that image. And once you do that, any, any launches that happen from that image would automatically get tracked. Instead, if you use EC2 launch templates, you can do so in launch templates, where we have introduced new property to specify a license configuration or a number of license configurations to use with your launch. If you use CloudFormation, in CloudFormation we have introduced a new property where, again, you can specify which license configuration or configurations to use. There are enforcement abilities through the API. 
So if you have an automated deployment mechanism, you can leverage the SDK tools and leverage the license manager API to enforce through the APIs. And there is support for AWS Service Catalog. You can import a cloud formation template where you specify the license configuration or rules to use into your service catalog when you add a product. And hence, you can set up centralized governance. And, and you, can, you can choose one or more of these enforcement abilities together, and the usage would be managed seamlessly, and at the end, you get the usage to be tracked through a single dashboard. So if you are an administrator, we talked about two steps till now, which are defining rules and then enforcing rules. If you are an administrator who is responsible for managing licenses, this is all you need to do. You set up those rules and you enforce them. The step three of tracking usage is done by the service. And you have this built-in dashboard available to you, which you can leverage at the time of a true up or audit. On top of enforcing and, and proactively keeping track of usage, you can also discover, you can also discover software that is used on the servers. And these servers can be on AWS or on-premises. There is built-in integration with AWS Systems Manager. We'll talk about the integration in a bit. You can search through your Systems Manager inventory, and based on the search results, you can attach licensing rules to them. And once you attach licensing rules to the servers that you discover, AWS License Manager keeps track of license usage on those servers through the lifetime of those instances. And again, once it's set up, you can keep track of usage through the built-in dashboard. Let's talk a little bit about how this is set up. You can leverage the discovery capabilities on day one. If you have uh, existing servers that are running your own licenses, you can start using the discovery. And later, if you empower your users to bring in additional licenses after you launch, you can again leverage this capability to search for software, search the inventory, attach rules, and then keep track of usage. How we offer this capability to you is we leverage a capability in Systems Manager called Resource Data Sync. And we set up, the service sets up an S3 bucket in your account where the Systems Manager inventory data is stored using the Resource Data Sync capability. And then there are other resources that are set up in your account, such as Amazon Athena and AWS Glue, which query the data from your S3 bucket and serve it to you for you to be able to see what software is used on what servers. Because of these resources being available to you in your account, you have control of your data. You have control of the systems manager inventory data that you can leverage to manage both on AWS as well as on-premises. 
So this service allows you to manage hybrid environments using AWS Systems Manager. And you can manage licenses on servers no matter where they are running once you have configured Systems Manager. And AWS License Manager enables you to manage licenses across your accounts. There is built-in integration with AWS organizations. Our customers have told us that typically there are multiple accounts and they want to manage licenses centrally. So we offer this built-in integration with AWS organizations where you can sign into your master account and link your AWS accounts. And there is integration with another new service called AWS Resource Access Manager. Uh, let's quickly talk about that service. That's, this new service allows you to create resource in an account and share with other accounts. You can do it through AWS organizations or other accounts. But in AWS License Manager, there is built-in integration. So that means when you're setting up multi-account license management, there is a one-click setup experience which you can do by signing in to your master account and linking your organizational accounts as well as sharing the licensing rules with your accounts. So you define licensing rules once and use them across your accounts. And uh, AWS Systems Manager inventory across various accounts with the capability of resource data sync is collected to a single S3 bucket in your master account. And when you perform discovery, you can look across your accounts, across AWS and on-premises, and attach rules to them and track usage through the dashboards. To recap, let's talk about the built-in integrations with AWS services. You can manage licenses on instances for Amazon EC2. You can manage your licenses with uh, BYL products that are offered through AWS Marketplace. And you can manage licenses on any server that is configured with AWS Systems Manager, be it on AWS or on-premises. There is integration with AWS organizations, AWS Resource Access Manager, and again, Systems Manager to provide you a seamless cross-account license management experience. For enforcement, you get various options, and you can choose based on your preference of how you want to launch instances, such as an army or launch template or cloud formation template or service catalog. The service keeps track of usage and will notify you of any violation or usage limit breaches through the built-in integration with Amazon SNS. Now that we have talked about the capabilities, we are going to go into the demonstrations. I have Anu with me, who is going to walk us through a few demonstrations of different license types. So she's going to show us how to set up AWS License Manager and how to set it up for managing licenses across AWS and on-premises and across multiple accounts. Then she's going to talk about how you can manage your database licenses. And we'll take a few more examples of operating system licenses and 
marketplace products and show you how it all comes together. So next, I would like to request Anu to show the demonstrations. Thank you, Murtaza. <coughs> I'm going to. Hi, folks. So first things first, um, we launched a service today. So I'm going to first show you how to get to the service from the um, main console page. So in the AWS console, you'll find this under management and governance. <clears throat> so once you click on this, you'll be taken to the getting started page here, which has a few links for you in terms of documentation and what all you can achieve with the license manager. And once you click on start, it'll drop you into the service. And the first thing we are gonna figure out is how to set up the service. So as Murtaza explained, this service is primarily catered towards the license administrator so that we can help the license administrator keep track of all the software running in his environment across accounts and across um, hybrid and cloud environments. So with that in mind, the first thing that we've heard customers asking us often is, how can we provide a simple unified view across all their AWS accounts so that they can look at member account instances and attach licenses to them? So what we've tried with the first two options, these are completely optional. So if you want to provide a unified view to the license administrator, then the first option makes the license manager query AWS organizations gets a list of the member accounts and creates simple policies, both in the master and in the member accounts, so that the master can act on the instances in the member accounts to attach license configs to them, so that tracking happens. So the other view that we wanna provide is, of course, how, do, how does the license admin actually query for software in each of these instances? So the second option here, the cross-account inventory search, what that does is, the, the first pre-step, of course, is that AWS Systems Manager needs to be installed on all the instances that you want to be tracking. And uh, when you check this option, what the license manager does at that point is it takes all the member account instances, it configures SSM inventory on them, and then it also configures resource data sync where all the SSM inventory data is pumped into S3 and then we load it up into Athena to give you a unified view across all your accounts which is queryable based on a few different parameters like application name, resource ID, platform name, and all of that. So I will be demonstrating that search interface very shortly. But this is, this is the setup part of it. Again, it's an optional step. If you do want this unified view for your license administrator, then this is achievable with just a few clicks instead of running a bunch of scripts in the background and all of that. This, that, that, that was our intent to make it really simple. So the last um, text box here is, a, is another aid for the license administrator. So if he configures license configs with limits, license count limits, then we use SNS to actually notify when there is a breach of the license limit, right? Both hard and soft limits notifications goes to the SNS topic once you've put it in here and you've subscribed to it. So this brings us to how we actually set up the license manager. All right. So this shows you how to set it up, how to set it up to manage your hybrid environments across AWS and on-premises, and also how you would set up multi-account license management. Next, I'd like to request Anu to show us with an example of a database license, how to bring in the rules for a database license, and how to manage usage. Sure. 
So what we're gonna do here is we're gonna click on create license configuration. Again, the use case that we've heard customers asking for most often is how do I track my SQL Server licenses? SQL and Oracle feature a lot in our conversations. So what we're gonna do here is we're gonna create a SQL Server license config. And then um, we are gonna model this based on your license configuration rules. So as you might already know, SQL can be tracked based on vCPUs or based on physical cores. Here I'm gonna show you how to track SQL based on vCPUs. So we select the vCPU-based option. And the number of vCPUs, which is again an optional field, is something that you can, there are a couple of options here for what you would enter. It could be the number that you're bringing into the cloud, into AWS, or it could be a number that you've negotiated with your vendor in your enterprise agreement, or it could even be empty if you just wanna simply do tracking and you don't want to do any enforcement. So here I'm gonna make it a very small number here just to show the power of what we, are, what we have built here. And I'm also gonna be checking the enforced license limit. And now what that means is, as Murtaza explained, if, if you configure a license count limit of eight, and if your usage in terms of instance launches goes beyond the eight, then this acts as a hard limit and we'll prevent instance launches. If um, this is unchecked, then it just acts as a soft limit. In both these cases, SNS notifications are sent out to the license administrator. So there are a few more optional rules that we've modeled here. So SQL typically has a restriction on the number of vCPUs required to actually uh, run on the instance. So it requires a minimum of four vCPUs for the SQL Server license to come up on that instance. So that is something that you can model here. And you can also model tenancy and say, I want it only launched on dedicated host or shared or dedicated instance. We give you all of these rules as uh, optional parameters that you can configure based on how your license agreement is structured. I'm not gonna configure any of those just to keep this simple, but typically we've seen that our license uh, expert tells us that the minimum VCPU rule is something that people would like to configure. So with this, we will click on submit. As you can see, the SQL Server license has been created here. So now what we're gonna do next is we're gonna show you what we actually did in the setup to provide that cross-account view to the license administrator. So if you notice here, when I clicked on search inventory, so this is your way to discover software already running on your existing instances. And uh, what it shows here is it shows the account ID to, to show you that the instances are from different accounts here. And you can search here based on application name. So I'm gonna be searching for Microsoft SQL Server 2017, and let's see what that search query brings up for us. And if you notice, it brings up one instance for me, and it shows that the application name is SQL Server 2017. So now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna check, click on this and actually perform an association with the license configuration I just created. So that was successfully associated. So now what we can do is we can go back to our license configuration and we see that that particular instance was a four vCPU machine. So we tracked four here and the dashboard, of course, shows a visual representation of this, saying that four remain unused, and four of the licenses are used by EC2 instances. So the next step here is, now that we've shown you how to do more of the reactive control of discovering software and, and associating license configs to them, I wanna show you how to do proactive control. So what that means is, as Murtaza explained, there are a few different launch mechanisms and the license manager is integrated with, with them. And what this means is when you associate this to an Amazon machine image, then 
proactively when an instance launch happens, the license manager is called in the launch path. And we make sure that license tracking happens and license compliance happens there as well. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go back to the license configuration and then we are gonna actually click on this and associate an army to it. So I, as you can see, I have two pre-created armies here. So I'm just gonna pick the SQL Server army and click on Associate. So now that the association is complete, it shows me that this army is associated. Now this is all something that the license administrator does in the organization. He sets up these and we are hoping it'll be only you know, once when he's trying to get all the products up and done. So when he sets this up, the users simply have to use the army and license gets tracked automatically for the admin. So now we are gonna uh, go over to being a user, which is Murtaza, and we're gonna see if he's gonna be able to launch an army here. So we're gonna pick the SQL Server army and we're gonna launch this. So if you remember, the pre-step that we did here was we associated a license config to the SQL Server army. So now when we launch, it should get tracked in the dash license um, manager's dashboard. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna pick here an M5 extra large, which is a 4vCPU instance. And then we are gonna review and launch Okay, this is what your users would typically do. So we are gonna launch the instance, and the instance is coming up. So let's go ahead and see if the instance has come up. So it's still in pending state. Now what we can do is we can go over to the license manager and see if uh, in the dashboard we see the track, that we see that tracking has happened. So let's move over to the license manager and refresh this. And as you can see, the license consumed count has actually increased to eight with the new instance launch. And then in the dashboard, we also give you a visual cue that this is at limit right now. So what that means is the next launch is there is an enforced flag on this license config. So let's take a guess. If, we, if Murtaza, as the user, wants to spin up a lot of SQL Server licenses, what happens to the very next launch? Any guesses? <laughs> okay, sounds good. So let's go ahead and check if um, we can, um, so we'll go back to the same army. We'll click on SQL Server. We're gonna launch it again on the same M4 extra large, same four vCPUs. We're gonna review and launch. And let's see what happens now. So as you can see here, the license manager got invoked in the launch path, which means that it errored out early saying that the license count limit has been exceeded. So this is the indication to the user that they need to contact their license administrator to actually get more licenses. I see, so if I'm the user, uh, I hit this limit and you as administrator did not allow me to launch that instance. So I would like to request you, hey, please procure more licenses if, if uh, need be. And once you do that, how do you bring those additional licenses in? Sure. So once we've established that these licenses are okay to launch in your organization, what we, it's a very simple operation to actually procure and bring more licenses. So what we'll do is we'll just edit this license configuration and we'll make this limit 12 right now. Okay, so now we are gonna try doing the same launch again to see if that succeeds. And as you can see, the instance launch went through. And let's go ahead and take a look at the instance. So it's, it's still in pending state. So now if we go back to the license manager dashboard, we'll see that this new instance was also tracked 
as part of the SQL Server license. So let's go ahead and look at the dashboard, and it shows that 12 of 12 licenses have been consumed. I see. So you see that there is flexibility at your disposal. You can set up the limits, and you can specify whether you want them to be hard limits or not. And you will do that based on what your vendor agreement says, based on what the, if you do not want usage to go over, then you would set them up as hard limit. If there is a true up process, then you would perhaps specify them as soft limits. Now, we looked at uh, how Anu enforced the rules using an army. Uh, can you show us the properties that we introduced to launch template and CloudFormation template to specify licensing rules there? Sure. So I'm right now in the launch template screen. And um, let me just uh, show you, when you create a launch template, let's say you did not want to do the army association. And in your organization, there is no uh, single unified army that uh, users use. Then launch template might be another mechanism. So uh, you go about the process of creating a launch template pretty much um, in the same way as you always would. And in the advanced details, we've added the license configurations dropdown. And for example, here it shows me that SQL Server license config is available. So you can click on this and create the launch template. So that will, and once your users start using the launch template to launch their instances, tracking again becomes an automatic activity. So the same thing with um, CloudFormation. If you notice here, in the EC2 instance properties, we've added a license specifications property as well. And you can specify the license config arms that you want associated with the instance when it comes up. So again, that way, if you use CloudFormation templates to launch your instances, then this can be an easy way to incorporate it there and track your licenses. So, and when you have CloudFormation templates defined, it also becomes easy to do cloud governance with service catalog by importing the CloudFormation template when you're, doing, when you're importing the products as well. Thank you, thank you, Anup. So we talked about various enforcement mechanisms. We uh, looked at uh, how you set up rules for a database license. Can you uh, show us how to manage uh, hybrid environments? AWS and on-premise, as well as multiple accounts? Sure. So um, when I was first doing the search inventory, it's, it was probably not too obvious, Murtaza. So here, if you notice, wherever SSM is installed in your, in your network, those instances become visible here. So the way we do this is we turn on SSM inventory in each of your member accounts, and then all this inventory data is sent to an S3 bucket, and then we run a glue crawler pretty regularly to you know, get the data into Athena, and then we present this queryable interface for you. So if you notice here, the MI instances are managed instances, so they could be anywhere. It could be on-prem, it could be in other hybrid environments. As long as you have SSM installed, we will let you attach a license config to the uh, instance and track it in a very similar way. So this again is a cross-account view so that you can see instances from different accounts as well. So if certain accounts have on-prem instances, then they'll start showing up with those account IDs. Got it. Can you show us the example of uh, managing operating system licenses? Sure. That's the other uh, very frequent ask that we've heard from customers. How do I really track my Windows Server uh, licenses? Um, a few, I think, uh, years back, AWS introduced the dedicated host product to help with bringing their uh, Windows Server licenses into AWS. So what we're gonna show here is how to be configuring a host-bound or a server-bound license. So what we'll do is here, if you notice, there, are, uh, there is a cores option. So typically, Windows Server gets tracked by physical cores. So we are gonna choose the physical cores option. Again, we could choose 
a larger number here just to see how the uh, dashboarding looks as well. And then um, out here, we can configure the tenancy here to be dedicated host. So what that means is it'll enforce your users to only launch, if, it, if this is attached to an army, this license configuration, it'll only let them launch it on dedicated hosts. That way you have that control that you're not out of compliance as well. So let's submit this. Windows Server was created successfully. So what I'm also gonna do is, um, let me just try associating this to a shared instance, right? Um, because we did say that rule, so we're gonna see if that succeeds. So if you notice here, I have, I have a Windows Server 2016 data center here. So I'm just gonna click on this and associate a license configuration here, and then click on Associate. And you get a clear error message saying, hey, this is not, this particular instance cannot consume host-based licenses, and we cannot do that. So now we're gonna go back to license configurations, and what we're gonna do here is we're gonna associate this with an army. So we're gonna take the Windows Server army here, and click on Associate. Now that the army is associated, what we can go, go back and do is, as a user, let's drop into EC2 again. I've already procured a dedicated host in my um, account, so I do have one M5 extra large. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pick this army, the Windows Server army, and I'm gonna launch it on an M5 extra large. And I'm also gonna make sure that I say, this is a dedicated host launch. So use targeted placement, let it go on this particular host. So let's review and launch. And we are gonna launch this instance. So with host-bound licenses, the way it works is when the first instance is launched on the host, the license is attached to the host. So we would expect that this particular host had uh, 48 cores. So let's go ahead and look at the physical cores again on this host. If you notice here, it says physical cores was 48. So we are gonna expect that our license count got incremented by 48 here. So we'll go back to the license dashboard and see if that indeed happened, and yes. So what this, of course, with the next launch, this count shouldn't increase because it's the same host-bound license, so the, the service will take care of that for you. So this is how the usage gets shown for that. Got it. So can we talk about uh, a BYL product for Marketplace as well? Sure. So this is what we are gonna do. We are gonna try and create, very quickly, a Tableau license. And we're just gonna pick vCPUs. We're not gonna give it any limit. And we're just gonna say, submit this. So we have a Tableau server license available. Now we're gonna go back to the EC2 uh, console and we're gonna try and create a launch template. So this is what we're gonna do. Create the launch template and we're gonna say Tableau server. And then uh, we're gonna say, we're gonna, uh, we've, I've already procured an army for this. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna use AWS Marketplace here and I'm gonna select the Tableau army. So this is a BYOL Tableau Army. So I'm gonna pick this one and select this. And then go ahead into the Advanced Details tab and click on License Configurations here. And you can see Tableau Server appearing in the dropdown here. So we are gonna click on that. And then we are gonna say Create the Launch Template. Got it. So if you see, 
if, if you are managing BYL on Marketplace, you can pick an army and you can choose the license configuration the, where you have the rules to manage that BYL product for your Marketplace army. Now, let's uh, thank you, Anu, for the demonstrations. Let's uh, move back to the slides. Let's talk about pricing for this service. We talked about various services which has integration, and there is built-in integration in AWS License Manager with those services. And uh, for, from a pricing uh, standpoint, you would uh, pay for the resources in your account based on your usage. But there is no additional charge for using the AWS License Manager service. We have uh, ran a private preview with customers, and uh, we'd like to share our customers' experience with this service. Here are a couple of quotes uh, from, uh, from few customers. Zero is uh, a leading software as a service business software platform. And they have used AWS License Manager to manage their SQL Server licenses and help them with their audit process. There is Pearson, who is the world's largest learning company and helps people around the globe make progress in their lives through, through learning. They have used AWS License Manager to significantly reduce the time and effort they spend in managing licenses. AWS License Manager is available. Start using the service and make your next audit or true up smooth. It's time for Q&A. The session is being recorded, so if you have any questions, please come over to the mic and ask so that uh, people viewing this later can also take advantage of your questions. I also just want to leave you folks with this is how your dashboard could look like once you've created all your license configurations and uh, you're tracking them continuously so that your true-up process or any kind of audit process becomes a breeze. So this is, the, this is one single dashboard through which you can manage multiple products. You can manage your hybrid environment, AWS and on-premises, and you can manage multiple accounts. Yes, thank you. Um, about cores and sockets, is it the cores and sockets of the hypervisor or the cores of the, of the VM, basically? So is it only available for dedicated hosts or also for tenancy? It's uh, only available for dedicated hosts. OK, thank you. And about vCPU, it's? It's uh, available for everything. But is it taking care of the hyperthreading rule? Like, the, uh, like for Oracle, for example, you have to check of uh, is hyperthread enabled? And if yes, your vCPU needs to be divided by two. So it's... Yes, that is something that we will be doing as a very quick, fast follow-up. But yes, that is on our radar, and we intend to support the hyperthreading so that your counts are correct. Thank you. So we are, we are currently supporting vCPUs, cores, and sockets, and we, we, are, we are reviewing other types that we could support. Um, can you go over um, how we would manage the on-prem um, licenses? And also, second question is, um, do you have to manually associate, or are you gonna crawl and get, gather all the information from the inventory? You don't have to manually associate all the you know, OS licenses and the database licenses. So, so there are two, two questions here. First question is, how do you manage uh, your licenses use on-premise? So there is built-in integration with uh, AWS Systems Manager. Once you configure AWS Systems Manager and you configure any server with, with uh, a particular AWS account, the discovery experience which we showed uh, you earlier, uh, you will see your on-premise instances as well. You can search for a software 
and uh, based on your search criteria, the servers would be returned. And the second question was, do you have to manually associate? The answer is yes. You will have to, once you search, you pick the server and associate with the license configuration, which has your rules, which you created earlier. But the data, the, the setting up of the multi-account license management, that is done seamlessly with the one-click setup that we showed you earlier. Well, and that leverages the resource data sync capability, which pulls the systems manager inventory data from all your accounts to that S3 bucket in your master account. Can, can we link our contracts? Like, can I upload my contracts into an S3 bucket and then link it to that license manager so I have my entire app? Like, if I click, I want to see exactly what my terms and conditions of my software contract are as a license manager? So the, so the question is, uh, if, if, I, if I may rephrase your question, your question is, how seamlessly can you bring in your license agreements? Yeah, yeah. So, so the answer to that question is, you will have to carefully understand your license agreement and set up the license configuration as rules. Yeah, I'm actually talking about the, the PDF. I want the PDF accessible, so if I have like Microsoft or uh, Oracle, et cetera, licenses, and I've associated, I want to be able to have a link that says, um, maybe, I, maybe I want to modify, I got a new contract that I renegotiated with my uh, uh, vendor, and I want to put different rules into, into the license manager or different quantities or things like that. Would I be able to do that? I want to be able to actually see my contract history, like this, this is the current contract, this one's been expired, so kind of like a contract management system. To track along with to track along with the licenses, I see. So, so this is a this is a separate use case that uh, that uh, we don't support currently. Uh, I'd like to talk about it more in detail. Uh, maybe we should uh, chat after the session. Sounds good. Sure. So, we'd like to wrap up. Thank you for attending our session, and we'd like to know how we did. Please don't forget to fill out the survey in the mobile app. Thank you very much.